You are tuning into the True North Church Podcast. Our prayer is that you would be inspired and encouraged by today's message. For more information about True North Church, please visit us online at truenorthak.org. Man, it's a good day to be alive, is it not? Man, I don't know about you. I woke up this. I don't, I'm one of these. There's, there's people who wake up and they go, good Lord, it's morning. There's others who wake up and go, good Lord, it's morning. And that's, that's me and my family. Anyone here a morning person, you wake up and it's morning and you're happy to be alive. How many of you guys wake up and by noon you're awake? And, and uh, you know, there's three types of people in this world. There's those who uh, get up and make it happen. There's those who get up. And, and let, let ha- life happen. There's those who wake up and go, what happened? And uh, uh, I'm one, you know, I don't know about you. I love the morning. I, I, every day above ground is a good day, is it not? It's a day of fruitfully. Paul said this way, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. There is things about heaven that are much better than earth. But if I remain alive, he says, it means what? Fruitful labor and I'm going to have a good day. And so, hey, today we're in a new series. I, my name is Mark and I'm one of the pastors here. And, and you probably saw, if you've been coming for a while, some tweaks on our welcome system. And so, again, uh, if, you want, if you want prayer or you're a guest with us, uh, there's a QR code on the seat pocket in front of you as well as on the, one of the cards here. And in the next week or two, it'll be on, 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 the, um, on, the welcome, on this uh, worship guide as well. We uh, are trying to go a little more digital because it's easier for us to stay in contact with people as most people have gone digital. And, and, uh, and so let us know if there's a prayer need to type that in, go, go to, the, uh, to that, that form if you're a guest. And we, again, we're a rationally generous church. We thought there's no better way to honor a guest for the first time by them picking a nonprofit in town they want us to send $5 to them for. And so we're going to support. Uh, 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 there's so many great uh, 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 ministries in town that we can support. If you're a guest, help, tell us who you want us to help support, and we will make sure that we uh, do that. And we're in a new series called Christmas Gifts. Anyone like Christmas gifts? And uh, uh, it's that season, you know, some of you started playing Christmas music in July. We have staff people here, uh, i.e. the Geralds in the front row who Christmas music doesn't, is not allowed in their house until after Thanksgiving. My kids start playing it, I think, on Valentine's Day is when they start playing it um, for the following year. And, uh, uh, but Christmas gifts, but we're not talking about the gifts that go under trees today. I want to talk, this series is about the gifts that God bring or Jesus brought when he came on Christmas. And, and there's a verse, uh, we're going to talk today about joy. And I was thinking about joy, and my mind went back to when I was in Royal Rangers back, as, I called it Royal Strangers as a kid. Um, and we used to sing, the joy of the Lord is my, anyone remember that song? My staff was like, I don't remember that song. And uh, he gives me living water. Okay, never mind. Um, but there's a verse in Thessalonians, I want to kind of launch from the days we talk about joy. And, 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 it, and it's, it's, three, ver- it's three, wor- three words. Those are the best verses to memorize. If, it, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, always be joyful. Say always. always. Be joyful. I wish there was only two words. Be joyful. That's easier to memorize than three. But always, hey, that word always makes that verse a whole lot different than be joyful. But always be joyful. That act, that, that third word, always. And so today I want to talk about this thought about how, how like really, we have to always be joyful. Uh, I have a foster son right now, and he wakes up grumpy. He doesn't wake me up. I'm not grumpy. He wakes up grumpy. 
And as rifles, we wake up like, whoa, let's go. It's time to work. So that's a good day to be alive. And, and, uh, and so we're telling him, like, Tristan, always be joyful. You live in this rifle house, guess what? You don't have a choice. You're going to be joyful. But I have a question. How, how do you find joy? Always. That means the difficult seasons. That means the easy seasons. That means the ones you feel like putting a smile on your face and the, the ones that a smile comes on your face pretty easily. Uh, uh, and the message of Christmas is, is joy. And we know the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength, but, but joy. Anyone here ever, uh, anyone here enjoy watching people? Like any people watchers? I've been to Africa twice. I've been to Uganda. I've been to Kenya. And I've paid, uh, uh, I've paid money. In fact, I took my older daughter once. We went uh, to Kenya to preach a, a youth conference for the nation of Kenya. We're there. And we did a three-day trip into Masi Mara. And, and we saw the, you know, the, the, the wildebeest. You know, yeah, anyone ever watched The Lion King? You know, you're the big old. The, uh, and, and so we were there. We saw all the big animals. All, it was a pretty incredible thing to watch animals and pay money for it. But... I like airports for one reason. I like human safaris. My wife says, quit staring. I said, I'm not staring, I'm watching. It's a safari, I paid for it, honey. She doesn't understand. She thinks that I paid for the flight from here to wherever. No, I paid to watch people. Anyone here ever get in trouble watching people? Anyone have a spouse that goes, quit staring, you know what I'm talking about? And, and I, 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 I like it when I travel and my wife's not with me because then I get a stare. I mean, watch. Um, but, but people are unique. I've noticed, I mean, the other day I had a four-hour layover in Seattle. I thought, well, my goodness, I might as well just walk. And so I was in the new Alaska Airlines, and I, I did 42 flights of stairs that day as I went down the escalator, back up the stairs, and then I walked, and, and I think I did put eight miles on in, in a little bit of time. And, 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 but I'm, I'm there, I'm just looking, thinking, people are weird. They probably think I'm weird too, but I like watching people. But I thought today, as we talk about joy, I want to peel back and go on like a safari through the Jesus story, his birth. And I want to look at how people early on in the Christmas story, how, 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 how joy, uh, uh, how, how, where, where joy came from, how we get kind of a, I want to call it like a theology of joy today. Um, and so four characters of joy from a safari from the Christmas character people. And so uh, if you have notes, take them out on the worship guide. Let's talk about uh, uh, where joy comes from. Four characters of joy. Number one, we learn from the shepherds that joy is here. We learn from the shepherds that joy is here. In Luke chapter 2, we read in verse 8 and 9, That night there were shepherds staying in the field nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, and suddenly... An angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of God's glory surrounded them. How many guys would like to be there at that place where the presence of God, the radiance of God's glory is there? They're on a hillside. They're just, they're just going to work. How many want to know God's presence can show up right where you're at? Because where you're at is where you're at, and where you're at is the only place he can touch is where you're at. And right there where they're at, the presence of God, God's glory. And in verse 10 of chapter 2, it says, they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be 
afraid. He said, I bring you good news. Anyone want good news? I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. So the angel shows up and says, I'm coming to bring you good news. And that good news is going to give you great joy. And that joy is for all people, the Savior. Yes, the Messiah. The Lord has been born today. So I'm bringing you good news. That'll be great joy for all people. The Savior was born today. The Messiah in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you'll recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. He says there's going to be what? Good news. There's going to be great joy. And it's going to be for what? For all people. What they're saying is joy is here. Joy arrived. His name is Jesus. Jesus didn't come by himself. He brought great joy because Jesus is good news. And he's good news for all people. And there's great joy. The joy is recognizing the reality that God is here. God wants to bring great joy into our lives, every one of us. And I don't know what you walked in here with today. I don't know if it's hard for you to get your chin off your chest. I don't know the challenges, your obstacles you're facing. I don't know if you're up against a wall financially. I don't know if you got a bad report with your health conditions. I don't know where you're at. I talked with my wife today. My wife's in Portland. Her, her daddy's not doing well. Stage four, uh, the cancer's metastasized, pancreatic. And, there's, and she says, she says I, was, I helped him use the restroom today. And she looked at me and says, who are you? My daddy didn't recognize me, Mark. But I have joy because I know when he passes, he's going to heaven. How do you want to know that God is here? And because God is here, there's great joy. Joy is not based upon circumstances. Joy is based upon a person. And it's the fact that Jesus is here. And because he's here, he is great. He brings great joy. It, joy is sent. Joy is not created from within. Aren't you glad joy is not dependent upon your circumstances? Aren't you glad that joy is not? See, joy is not the same as happiness. Happiness is based upon circumstances. Joy comes from above. The angel said to the shepherds, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. See, good news becomes great joy when it's personal. See, if you tell me, that you had cancer and you no longer have cancer, that's good news. If I had cancer and no longer have cancer, that's great joy. Because it's me who's experienced it. It's personal. The difference between good news and great joy is when it becomes personal. Joy is here. That's good news. But it can be great joy for you if it's personal. See, Christmas is personal. Jesus came for us. Why did Jesus come? To seek and save that which is lost. Jesus came for us. He came to let you know or let us know that he loves us. In fact, what I'm blown away with is not only does God love us, God knows everything about us and he still loves us. I don't know about any of you. There's probably some things in my life 
probably some things without doing a whole lot of guessing work in your life that you're not exactly proud of. That you don't want everyone else to know that you thought or did. Or am I the only one that's ever got some of those things in the, in, in the dark shadows of my life? But God loves us. He has a promise for our life. He has a plan for our life. He has a future for our life. And no matter what we've ever done, he loves us. Because Christmas is personal. Joy was sent into the world, and that's good news. And it's great joy for all people. But I, but I want you to notice that the shepherds did something with this joy. It says in verse 17, it says, After seeing Jesus, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. They didn't judge him like, well, you know, they, 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 they looked at him. They were blown away. How many want to know, when you come into contact with Jesus, the good news and great joy, and it becomes personal, how many want to know when you tell someone else about that, you're telling them your story, and how many want to know your story can't be taken away? And people were, people were astonished. I want to encourage you. Next week on the side of the worship guide, there'll be, on the tear-off part, there'll be a, a part where there's five friend focus you can start praying for. I want to encourage you guys to begin to pray for five of your neighbors and your coworkers and your friends. Five people you say, who, who, who could I invite to one of our Christmas Eve gatherings at True North? Who could I bring? Because if God is great joy for all people, there are some friends and coworkers that maybe need the joy that only Jesus can bring them. Joy's not in the fountain. In the next drug trip, trip to kind of make you feel not so bad. Joy's not found there. Joy's not found in work. Joy's not found in workaholism. Joy's not found in all the places we've looked for. Joy's found in Jesus. And when people hear the joy you've got, they'll be astonished because they realize that just like you,
get to Jerusalem. They, they, they find, and, 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 and it says this, it says this in, in, uh, in, in, in Matthew chapter 2, verse 10, it says, when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They traveled 1,700 miles to get to Jerusalem to see that star. How many want to know, friends, joy sometimes is a journey. Anyone ever traveled, had to get up, sleep on a new rock every night? I'm old enough now, I take my pillow with me. You know what I'm talking about? And, and they traveled, they traveled for four to five months to get there. 30 miles a day is what they believe on camps. And when they got there, to joy is a journey. It's a process. It took, there's no boarding pass for joy. There's no Uber. Yes, I, I want to write joy. There's no drive-thru to order joy. There's no elevators that you push a button to go to the top. There's stairs. Joy's a journey. And there are some of you here that you need to realize it might take a little time to get where you're going, but you can't stay where you're at if you want joy. Joy's a journey. Joy's a process. Joy doesn't always happen in an instant like we want. There are some of you walking through some difficult seasons right now and understand joy is a journey. In fact, David said this way, crying, my, crying may last for a night, Psalms 30, but joy comes in the morning. In other words, there's some midnights you have to go through before you get to the other side where there's morning. David said, in my distress, I cried out to God in Psalms 18. And yes, I prayed to God for help. He heard me in his sanctuary. My cries reached his lips. There are times, joy, it would be great if we could take a pill and joy shows up. We could open a bottle and joy shows up. But joy's not in a bottle. Joy's not in a pill. Joy's not in a new relationship with a human being. Joy is here, but his name is Jesus. And there's a journey. Crying may last for a night, but joy comes. Jesus said this way, you will grieve, but your grief will be turned to joy. To walk through some grief to get to joy. Sometimes you've got to process it. And I don't know about you, we, we don't like always in America to process stuff. We like to buy the instant stuff in a bag, put it in the microwave, push the on button, and, and two minutes later, take it out, and there's our pizza pocket. Joy's not a pizza pocket. Joy, joy's not found in the frozen section of Costco. Joy's a process. And you recognize that God's with me in my tears and God's with me in my grief. And, and, and I'm thankful for his presence. And, 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 and if I keep walking on this journey, I'll get to a place of joy. But joy is an instant. It's a journey. It takes a while to get there. And the wise men knew that. They, they saw his star and they traveled for months to get there. And when, and when they arrived in Jerusalem and the star showed it, they were full of joy because they realized it was all the last five months of travel was worth it it's worth it it's worth it joy is the process joy is the journey Robert Shuler, late Robert Shuler said inch by inch it's a sitch yard by yard is hard but smile by the mile just keep going 
He can turn your scars into stars. God, 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 there's a process. It's, it doesn't, it's not instantaneous. In our culture, we look for instant joy. And, 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 but, 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 but doing things, doing the wrong things to find joy doesn't give us the right results. We, we look for quick fixes and new thrills and new kicks and new drugs and new relationships. But how many want to know that, that, that what that is is an adrenaline rush, not joy? And what happens when the adrenaline rush is gone? It's a crash. It leads us to the wrong place. Joy is a journey. Joy is here. His name is Jesus, but you got to walk through where you're at. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for the Lord is with me. There, there, we have to have a rally in our valley. We have to realize if we keep going, we'll get through the other side. What we want is lasting joy, and that's a journey. We have to realize joy is here. His name's Emmanuel, God with us. And we have to recognize it's a journey. See, here's, the, here's something I've always, thought, I've always held on to, that, that the direction, not the intention, determines our destination. The direction, not our intent. Well, I intend to have joy. No, get on, get on a path toward joy. It's a process. It's a path. It's, it's a direction. Joy is a journey. It's a path we choose. We don't have a problem to fix. We have a direction that we need to change. If you walk in the wrong direction, find the other path. Joy is a journey. Number three, Simeon shows us that joy can be scary. Joy can be scary. Simeon, uh, we don't know much about Simeon. Simeon's not as popular as the wise men or as popular as the shepherds. But Simeon was, 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 uh, uh, was in the temple, and he wasn't going to leave the temple until he saw God. So he saw the Messiah. And in chapter, Luke chapter 2, verse 34, it says, Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, but he will be joy to many others. In other words, there are going to be people in Jerusalem or in Israel, they're going to fall because of Jesus, and others are going to find great Joy. Who has everything to lose? The, the Herod, who had, who, who had uh, uh, his leadership, had everything to lose when the king of the Jews was born. Someone who would trump him. Someone who had true leadership. The Pharisees had everything to lose, but who had uh, th those who realized. So, so in other words, joy can be scary because some of you think, if I really want joy, I might have to lose some of the things I'm holding on to right now that I thought were sources of joy, but at the end of my life, or at the end of my, the week, or at the end of the month, I realized they never brought me what I thought they'd bring me. You ever met people that worked so hard thinking at the end of what they worked for, they would have the joy they thought they'd have, only to find out there's no joy? Joy can be scary, because at the end, you realize you worked so hard for the wrong thing. Simeon said, there's gonna be some people <laughs> That it's going to cause many to fall, but he'll be joy to many others because some people realized that they didn't have anything in the first place, and Jesus was what they needed. It's like the I think I've shared this story before. It's about the rock climber who uh, is climbing. He's climbing. He falls, and 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 he's got like a cliff that goes down thousands of feet, and all there is is a twig of a tree uh, uh, growing out of the uh, uh, the side of the cliff. And the, the hiker grabs a hold of the tree, and he's there for a while and realizes no one's around. So I'm going to yell to see if anyone hears me. And he yells, and he goes, is there anybody up there that can help? 
And he yells, is there anybody up there that could help? And, and, and a voice reaches down and says, yeah, I'm up here. Can you help? Yeah. Do you have a rope? No. What do you want me to do? Let go and trust in me. Who are you? God. You want me to do what? Let go and trust in me. Is there anybody else up there? <laughs> joy can be scary. When you build your whole life on your career and realize there's still not joy. When you build your life around a marriage and the kids and the kids leave and your spouse passes on and there. And, and, and there's, joy's not built in marriage. Joy, you build your whole life around your family, your whole life on whatever. And the Bible says, what is a prophet of man to gain the whole world and lose their? Joy can be scary. Because for some of you in this room, it means letting go of the artificial uh, 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 attempts to find happiness and joy that never happens outside of someone named Jesus. It can be scary. But joy's here. Joy's a journey. And joy can be scary. And number four, Mary, the mother of Jesus, teaches us that joy can be a difficult choice. Joy can be a difficult choice. Now, Mary, we know she had great joy after the conversation with the angel where she found out she's going to be pregnant. Which, that, that's, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But we know in Luke chapter 1, there's a couple verses in the song she sings where, where Mary responded, and, and, and she says this, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of this lowly servant girl, and from now on, all generations will call me blessed. So she's full of joy, but, but we know that joy came because she made a decision. And it was a difficult decision. And we see this conversation in Luke chapter 1, verses 29 and 30. It says, confused and disturbed. Now, how many want to know, confused and disturbed don't typically go along with the word joy? She's confused. Anyone ever dealt with confusion? There's some of you last night maybe didn't sleep very good because there's so much confusion in your mind. And you're disturbed. Mind monsters going on. Mary tried to think uh, what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. She was confused. She was disturbed. She was afraid. That's why the angel said, don't be afraid. But you know what she did? She made a decision. She made a decision, and that decision brought joy. Not, not only does Mary demonstrate this, but Jesus himself demonstrate this. We, we know in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, for the joy set before Jesus, he endured the cross. He made a difficult decision, and we know he wrestled with his father, and he's in the garden of Gethsemane. He says, take, not, you know, he, he, he's like, do, not, do I have to do this, God? Not my will, but yours be done. He's sweating drops of blood. But for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. He had a difficult decision to make so he could embrace something called joy. In fact, we see in Matthew chapter 15, it's, it's after 
the, the, the Last Supper that we partake to, partook of today as a symbol of that. But after, a, after the upper room, he, he told the disciples these things so that they can, in Matthew chapter 15, so that you can have the same joy I have and so that your joy might be the fullest possible joy. I've told you these things so that you can have the same joy I have and so that joy may be the fullest possible. Anyone want the fullest possible joy? I mean, there's joy, there's full joy, and then there's a fullest possible joy. Now, now I, I, that, that just sounds like the fullest possible joy. Yes, yeah, sign me up. But it starts with a decision to say, Lord, I realize you're here. I'm going to make you my savior and my life leader. It's the fullest possible joy. It's a choice. Now, I, I don't, here's what I know. I, I, the holiday seasons for some of us in here, um, I, I, I know of folks in this room and folks that will be at one of our gatherings today that this is a first holiday without a loved one. It, 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 it changes the dynamic. And the Thanksgiving table didn't have someone there that's usually there. And, and it, it hits all of us. All of us at different times have to process those things. And, and, and uh, it happens almost every Sunday. I'll be out in the foyer. And I, I love it when people walk in with their little tribe of kids, kiddos. And, and they're all dressed up. And, and, and so some of them are like, oh, they're just glad to get here. Who knows what the car ride here was like, but they're glad to be here. And it happens almost every Sunday. I'll, I'll be out there trying to shake hands and some kid will look at me and they look, he looks scary. And this is how I know that? Because this little kid will walk up to their mom or dad and they'll put their hands right here and they'll tap them on the, on, 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 on the thigh. And what that usually means was daddy picked me up. And so what, here's what happens is lots of Sundays, the mom or dad out there will pick their little three or four-year-old up, pick him up, and they'll hold him, and that little kid will just grab that neck, like, <sighs> now how many of you know that we like that when our kids need that? Anyone like that? I have an eight-year-old at home, and when he hugs me and puts his head right here, it's like, oh, no, please, yeah, I'll give you a car. What else do you want? <laughs> Dads love to be needed, but here's the thing. If you're walking through a season right now and you don't like the view you have, just tap daddy and say, see, when, when, when kiddos tap right here, what they're saying is I don't like looking at kneecaps or I don't like the view I have right now. I want to see things from dad's perspective. Pick me up. There are some of you during Christmas right now, what you need is Father God to pick you up and realize joy is here and joy is scary. And maybe you're walking through a season without a loved one right now and it's difficult. But you have to choose to say, God, I, I, choose, to, I, I choose to look at things right now from your perspective, God, not my perspective. And bring you joy. I, I want to I, I pray over you right now. I want to believe, God, that this will be a, a Christmas full of joy. Now, for some of you, it might mean you have to peel away the, the stuff that, got, that you thought would give you joy and happiness, but at the end of it, you realize you worked really hard, but you're still empty. You're empty because only Jesus can bring you joy. And you might have a difficult decision to make. You might have to realize that you have, a lot of people in Israel are going to fall because of this man named Jesus because they're going to realize that I've worked hard to get what I've got and there's nothing at the end of it. But there's all other people that are going to realize there's full joy in Jesus. 
I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you're in the military. You thought, if I can just get away from home, and they can take me as far away from home. And, and when you arrived in Fairbanks, you thought, I've arrived as far away from home as I can get. Maybe you realize that you need to be here because God had a plan for your life. And it's to find true joy that comes through a decision to make him number one in your life. Let me pray over you this morning. Lord, I thank you for this day. And I pray that you'd help us to find the joy only you can bring. The joy only you can give. I thank you for that. And God, for those in here wrestling through some difficult times, would you give them supernatural peace, supernatural joy, supernatural hope in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And be sure to stay in touch by following us on social media so you can stay up to date with all that is happening at True North Church.